It is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash, and uh, we're together until 3 p.m. And uh, uh, between 3 and uh, 6, you have uh, Sir, I tell you, he always just dresses to the nines, Sir Ernest Pillay, and that uh, is uh, uh, Teddy Pendergrass uh, saying, wake up everybody. And uh, one issue that we would like you to wake up to is, is just wake up to some of the things that we've done as a matter of habit. For years, it's very difficult for us to just let go of some of these habits, even when they get us into trouble. And uh, this we, we talk about uh, making reference uh, to uh, looking at, you know, using the K-word. It may be easy to just, uh, it, it's second nature um, to you. But to other people, this was used to oppress black people in the past. And it is it was used to mentally oppress a fellow human being oppress their spirit, make them feel less worthy. It may just be a word to you. Uh, So the question we're asking today, what will it take uh, for us to just unlearn some of the habits that we've uh, we've grown accustomed to, Uh, be it paying off services in our municipalities, traditional practices that are not working for us now, burning and destroying and vandalizing when we are dissatisfied with an issue. I mean, we look at what's happening currently in the Northwest and the list goes on and on of things that we do when we are unhappy. Uh, what will it take for us to just unlearn some of the habits that just make it almost impossible to just live with fellow humans? And joining us right now on the line is Seth Mazbogo, who is from uh, the class of 1976, the class of Sainova, the class of Klebkhoyels. Is that, you know, <laughs> do we still use the stones to express ourselves in 2018? Hello and welcome, Seth. Hi, hi, Christopher. How are you? I'm fabulous. What an interesting conversation. Yeah, but that, this is why I had, you know, I had to put the year you know, to I it. Always, I always say when I speak to young people that uh, I am fortunate to have lived in three stone ages. Yeah. Stone age number one, it is when I was throwing stones against apartheid. Mm. Stone age number two, it is when I went to Robben Island at the age 16 and having to break stones in the quarry. Mm. Stone age number three, it is post-1994, when I have to be now gathering stones for reconstruction and development of our communities and of our South Africa. Now, your topic today becomes very relevant to my three stone ages. I won't get offended if you do call me a stone thrower. <laughs> no, 76 was the stone throwing age. <laughs> yes, I was, that, that was my stone throwing age. Yeah. And I passed that. I'm in the stone gathering age. There and, you and, go. And, and, the and that's exactly oh where we're supposed to be. We need to start yes. gathering those stones so we can build yes. empires. That is why I'm saying it is a stone-gathering age for reconstruction and development of yeah. ourselves, yeah. Yeah. of yeah. our communities, our surroundings, and then of our families, and then that then of the broader community mm-hmm. and of our beautiful South Africa and Africa. But there's a but. provision that maybe we'll touch on it as we go on talking. Yeah. Maybe let's talk, Seth, about, you know, I I always say that we we don't take into cognizance that even the the oppressor's um, descendants were victims of the past. Are are we creating an enabling environment for people to unlearn some of these things that we've grown accustomed to? Steve 
Bigo had it very well. When Steve Bigo spoke of psychological liberation, he actually said that liberation is not only for blacks, because he was understood to be black consciousness. He said part of that psychological liberation is deserving of the oppressors and their future. In other words, when you are speaking about liberation, then you were actually speaking about not only liberating those who were oppressed, you are also speaking about the liberation of those who were oppressors. There you go. and, and so whenever we touch the issue of, for instance, what transpired in those years and what transpired post-1994, we must understand that it was in the agenda of, this, of the black people who were oppressed to mm-hmm. take along even the oppressors in that, into that freedom because yeah. they were very oppressed. They were uncomfortable, you know, uncomfortable in their language, uncomfortable in their thinking. So mm. you had to let loose of that, of that language, let loose of that oppressive mind. So yes, we need them in this freedom. And not only that, there are now, as we are getting into our liberation, many of those who were oppressed tend to be now oppressors. Oppressors themselves. <laughs> Oppressors themselves. I mean, I watch um, how domestic workers have got it. And some of them self-oppressing. Yeah, yeah. And and then we've got to talk about that, Conselda. We've got to be open about that. Let me tell you. Seth, you, you know, need to find a spot a, and, and stand still. Uh, I, I know you personally, so I know wherever you are, you're moving around, and unfortunately, it's not I, helping. I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of the community. Uh, well, I'm taking around in the community where I'm working, but let, let me stop under a shelter here. There you go. Talk That's to going me. to help. Because you're <laughs> yes, saying very pertinent things that we need you to stand still so we can hear you clearly. Uh, and and yes. we continue this yes, conversation. Ma'am. Yes, madam. Yes, madam. <laughs> we'll lead you follow. We're on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. 1 to 3 p.m. weekdays. Chriselda on SAFM. And we also invite you uh, to send us your voice notes on 0614-104-107 and your SMS is 40938 as we have a conversation right now uh, talking about unlearning some of the old habits and old norms, things that we've grown accustomed to and they're not serving us in 2018. If anything, it just gets you into trouble. And uh, to avoid this, uh, how do we create an enabling environment for us to unlearn some of the things that we've grown accustomed to? And joining us on the line is Mr. Seth Mazibogo, who is, I don't know if we continue to call you Generation 1976 or rather a, a social entrepreneur because you continue to serve the people of your community, Put Seth. Yeah. No, I'm actually, as I'm now talking to you, I'm actually working under, I'm busy with a project, you know, of the 87 children that were uh, sexually molested, you know, in AP coma. Mm. and uh, also working with the Soweto Action Committee that is actually fighting against the prepaid services and all that, but we'll talk about that. Uh, 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 the third part is just that now we are, on the 27th, going to be having a prayer for those kids, the 20, the 87 kids that were raped. So I'm working mm. with the Mandela Children's Fund and the others in trying to see how we can support that school and the community. 
so that's what I'm doing. Yes, a social entrepreneur, that's a better word for Absolutely. being a democratic South Africa. Absolutely. Yeah. And, on, and all the work uh, you continue to do, that is just so important. Now, as, as we unlearn this, what sort of environment should we be creating? Because uh, talking alone is not going yeah. to help. Yeah. 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 You see, I wanted to say to you earlier on, um, we have a problem in this country and that we need to deal with head on. And I hope one or two of our leaders actually are listening on this top on, on your program today. You know, when we came back from wherever, whether from as oppressors or mm-hmm. as oppressed, or from you know from 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 from, from, from prison or from underground movement or from wherever, and when we reached at at at, at um, the, 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 the 1994 mm-hmm. before that we armed people to go and fight against apartheid. Yeah. We used every form of, let me say, let me plant, every form of violence. Yeah. We used stones. We used three-fast box of matches. We bent down. We destroyed everything that was related to apartheid. And again, apartheid in protecting itself used every form of violence. Okay? Mm. And, you know, when we went into negotiations, we never had a period where we were saying, you know, I usually make an example, Ushaga. Shaga Zulu used to take, we used to take easy and take warriors into war. And Abafadela Indelezi. I don't know. You yeah, I, I, I remember there was a time is. when people believed yeah. that there will be indispensable to guns. They will, mm. That is it. They will fight and there will be warriors. But what used to happen is that when they come back from that war, then Indelezi Akish. That is being taken out, and then people are now re-socialized, re-they're taking back into families and all that. Mm. In South Africa, we have never done that. We have taken people into war, whether to protect apartheid or to fight against apartheid. But when we came out of Cordesa, we never had a period of time where we say to people, those tactics, those strategies we're using that are not working now. Yeah. It's a totally different one. That mindset you had then is different now. We have never had a program that of of taking up this warrior. Now, we find this now even in even in the way we deal with our wives and children as mm. men. We deal with them with that mind of the past. And, and unfortunately we then raise children who are exposed to that kind of violence, they become violent themselves and hurt people continue to hurt others. Let's take your calls uh, right now on 0891-104-207 and you can also send us uh, uh, SMSs on 40938 uh, SMSs charged at 150. With me on the line I'm chatting to Mr. Seth Mazibogo who is a social entrepreneur and uh, voice of reason indeed gone are the days of uh, hoying clips. We are now uh, we're collecting um, those stones to build and, and develop a community that we'll be proud of. Mr. Mazabogo? Mama, oh. yes. Now, let me just come to this point. Another point now I want to bring in, in the era which we are in, that of reconstruction and development, mm-hmm. that of gathering stones for reconstruction and development. There's a problem in that era because then you have people who occupy certain positions who then do not want to be part of the reconstruction of 
the community, but mm. want to be part of their own pocket reconstruction and development. Oh, man. Now, that angers those that they lead. Mm. And sometimes they can't even listen to those that during apartheid they want to be listened to. That is the danger. Now, my point is the leadership that wanted to destroy apartheid must then also use the same tactics of protecting and also of working with those who are now wanting to destroy poverty. Mm. Let me tell you what is happening. We are still a country that is still experiencing a lot of poverty, particularly amongst black people, particularly those majority people. Now, when people are not listened to when they say we are hungry, then they try to find food, either by means that made them to be free under apartheid. Mm. That is why I'm saying the other thing that we need closely is that when we get into this program of reconstruction and development, this program of, of gathering stones, when we start this war of gathering stones for reconstruction and development, we've got to have a leadership that is ethical, the leadership that is values-driven, a leadership that can listen to those that they are leading and they're trying to support. Otherwise... People are going to use the old tactics and against those that they use those tactics with. Now, are the campaigns that, is my point. that are the campaigns that are consciously trying to achieve this, and how can communities connect to the you know those campaigns that are just helping us to be better people? Where do we find them, if any? My point. Yeah, let me just tell you something. I take myself as working, you know, for, for, for supporting schools, supporting young people, you know, to get... You find that, I can tell you, around the corner in communities, we are, I mean, the Soviet Action Committee, we are talking about how can we get into people paying electricity, paying water, mm. you know what I'm saying? Paying for those basic services. But then you have a problem where ESCOM will use that money for the good task. Another conversation for another day, Mr. Mazabogo. Where do we find you? We've got to take the news. Where do we find you so that we can expand these campaigns? I'm I'm with with 078-180-3040. 078-180-3040. Otherwise, seth.mazabogo at gmail.com. Seth.mazabogo at gmail.com. I'll be very happy to engage. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for having joined us. Sir. Thank you. God bless. Bye. And uh, to you, thank you very much uh, for that, uh, Mr. Seth Mazbogo, who is now a social entrepreneur as we're talking about unlearning some of the old habits and norms. Here's uh, the news headlines with Usi Lesako.